Hello, and welcome to the Dairy Defined podcast. The scientific report of the Dietary Guidelines for Americans is out for comment, and dairy is making its voice heard. You can see the National Milk Producers Federation's call to action on the bottom left corner of our homepage, nmpf.org, and it has everything you need to speak out on the importance of dairy and diets, and to note that science is evolving dairy's way. One important voice in this discussion is Michaela Hanselman. She's the manager for regulatory affairs at NMPF and has been heavily involved as the organization's point person on the DGAs. Thanks for joining us, Michaela. Thanks for having me, Alan. So the dietary guidelines and dairy. Thumbs up, thumbs down, sideways. What does National Milk think? Can I give like a three quarters thumbs up? Um, overall, I would say National Milk is pretty happy with how the scientific report came out. We hit almost all of our goals for dairy in the scientific report. So that involves dairy remaining core to the healthy eating patterns. So it's still recommended to have three servings of dairy in the healthy U.S. and the healthy vegetarian eating patterns and two in the healthy Mediterranean eating pattern. Um, dairy maintained its own food group, which was really important to us this time around. And they also acknowledge that dairy helps close nutrient gaps. The committee goes through and selects nutrients of public health concern, where they're basically nutrients that Americans aren't reaching the goals for. Three of those were vitamin D, calcium, and potassium. And dairy is, very, is a very important source for all of those. And it also is an important source for iodine in pregnant women, which was also acknowledged as a nutrient of public health concern. And then lastly, this time around, the committee created guidelines for birth to 24 months. And in that dairy was acknowledged in both the food patterns for 6 to 12 months and 12 to 24 months, which was also a very important nod to dairy foods. They didn't move on saturated fats. So that was the thing that was left out that we really wanted to see happen. So they kept that 10% cap of daily energy intake on saturated fats, and they didn't really acknowledge the newer science on dairy fats. So how do we even get to this point? Could you explain how the committee works, what it does, what does this report mean, and where do we go from here? So the Dietary Guidelines report historically was put together as a way to basically tell Americans what they should be eating to have a healthy lifestyle. Um, it's very important because not only does it help uh, professionals tell Americans what they should eat, be eating, but it also sets parameters around what a lot of the federal food programs can have in their programs. So for instance, the school lunch program is based on the dietary guidelines requirements. So that means that everything that is served in the school lunch program has to meet what the dietary guidelines say, and it can't go above that. So that's why in schools, we can only serve low-fat and non-fat milk and no longer whole milk. So the dietary guidelines process is actually a very complex process. So it starts about two years before the new, di new guidelines will come out. The USDA and HHS selects scientific advisory committee. So this committee this time around was 20 nationally recognized scientists um, in the new nutritional field, or they could be doctors. They had to have something to do with nutrition. And um, then they start to look at the science. So basically their first step is to put together protocols to, on how to review the science. And once that's done, they actually go through the newest si nutrition science. After that, they will throughout this process, they will hold six public meetings where the public can sit in on the full committee meetings. And at two of those, the public was able to give oral public comments. Also during this time, they had a docket open for the public to submit written comments. So throughout this whole time, USDA and HHS are reviewing the comments. 
and um, they'll be, I wouldn't say they necessarily change, especially they have no impact on the scientific report, but in the final outcome, public comment can have some impact. And then once the scientific report comes out, a new docket is opened, which the public can then submit written comments to. And then there's one more chance to give oral comments, but instead of giving them to the committee this time, they're presented to USDA and HHS. So we're at the point where you can give comments again, but those final oral presentations to USDA and HHS haven't happened yet. And the ball right now is in the government's court. The The panel is done. Yes. Okay. Yep. So, so key part of what you just said, um, which is the consideration of newest science. This is a big deal um, because this is where the question about the evolving science on fat hits the road. Could you talk to us a little bit about this science on fats and why that's so significant in this process? Um, so for years, we have heard fat is bad, um, which a long time ago actually brought about the birth of all of the low fat products we now see in the grocery store. And if you remember the food pyramid back in the old school days, the very top was the fat. The fats were at the very top because you were supposed to have those sparingly. Um, but the science is changing a little bit on that. Um, and now fats are seen in a more positive light. So What's good about it? so the big thing around dairy is saturated fats, but there's a growing body of evidence that including including nine systematic reviews and 17 cohort studies that indicate that dairy products, regardless of fat content, isn't linked to a higher risk of cardiovascular disease, coronary heart disease, or stroke. And in some cases they're linked to lower. So we're kind of flipping the storyline on fats now which is very important for dairy, especially products like cheese and butter, which have a higher level of saturated fats in them. But right now, someone's listening to this, Michaela, and they're thinking, okay, this is all great, but what can I do? Um, tell us a little bit more about what a listener can do to influence the guidelines. Um, so as I mentioned, the public comment period is open, so anyone can submit written comments to that docket. And in fact, National Milk currently has a call to action in place that will help you kind of write a set of comments to, that will then be submitted to the comments. So we kind of take the guessing work out of it for you if you want to be involved. Um, I would say that's the best way to be involved with the process. The oral comment period is also open right now, so you can sign up to give oral comments if you want to do that, but you aren't guaranteed a slot. It's first come, first serve. So anything else important for us to know? What, what's the elevator pitch on the DGAs that everyone listening um, to this podcast should be able to pick up? No pressure. Well, 10 seconds or less. Well, of course, I'm going to say everyone needs to eat three servings of dairy a day. Um, <laughs> well, you know, that's actually an important part because I think the report said 88% of Americans could use more dairy in their diets. Yes, it did. Um, dairy, dairy consumption goes down as we get older and people aren't meeting their requirements. And dairy is an important part of those nutritional requirements. But I would so say... Those, those birth to 24 months points are a pretty strong milestone, as you noted, Michaela, but you're also saying that a lot of the nutrition story on this is actually the older age groups. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the United States right now has, everyone knows that we are in the, an obesity epidemic. We have lots of chronic diseases plaguing the population at this point. And a lot of that starts with your nutrition. And uh, the committee, USDA and HHS, work really hard to put together these guidelines to promote a healthy lifestyle for Americans. And dairy is an important part of that. Is that your elevator pitch? Yes. 
Well, thank you for, for sharing it with us today. This is Michaela Hanselman. She is the Manager for Regulatory Affairs at the National Milk Producers Federation. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Alan. And that's it for today's podcast. Again, to make your voice heard on the dietary guidelines, go to our call to action on the bottom of our homepage. That's www.nmpf.org, just the acronym.org. And here's something else to look out for the Dairy Defined podcast. It's part of our new Sharing Our Story page at NMPF. You can hunt for that off the news pull-down menu on our homepage or make it easy on yourself by subscribing. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. We'll talk again soon. <laughs>